Hello and welcome to Stick to Sports Biz. I'm your host, Brandon Fleshman. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you've listened before, you know that I've been outspoken about my career journey and the emptiness that sometimes came with it. I hope that today's show can serve as a gut check for someone out there chasing their dreams. Chasing your dreams is overrated. Now you might think I'm saying that because I am someone who never achieved his dreams and now I'm old and bitter. Quite the contrary, I've done everything I could have dreamed of in my career and possibly more. After all, there was a time after college in 2008 when the economy took a dive and I was working in retail and later on in sales that I never thought I would do anything I was proud of. Yet somehow I worked for teams and brands that I idolized. I worked World Series games, a Rose Bowl, NCAA basketball tournament. I spent time with Hall of Fame athletes and beloved broadcasters. So why would I claim chasing your dreams is overrated? Well, before I explain that, I wanted to dig into this relevant story of Andrew Luck. You see, Luck was an NFL legend before he even sniffed a Colts jersey on draft day. He was heralded as elite in college and helped turn around the Stanford program. As someone who worked at Stanford, I can tell you their culture is for real. It's the ultra-rare case where academics is just as valued as athletics. Athletes like Luck are just as accomplished in the classroom as they are on the field. He stuck around four years and got his degree in architectural design. But of course, his dream was always to play football. Like his dad, Oliver Luck, who played for the Houston Oilers, and then later worked for the NFL, football was in his blood. And yet some scouts noted during the lead-up to the 2012 draft that Andrew had many interests outside of the game, and that football wasn't his whole life. The game just came naturally to him. He worked hard too, of course. The combination helped him take over a Colts team that had just moved on from Hall of Famer Peyton Manning and bring them back to contention. The number one overall pick Indianapolis used on him was a no-brainer, and it held up for years later. But then suddenly at 29 years old, Andrew Luck announced his retirement. Not only does this not happen, this doesn't happen with a future Hall of Famer, who's barely entered his prime on a good team. At his now infamous press conference, Luck said, I've been stuck in this process. I haven't been able to live the life I want to live. It's taken the joy out of the game. And after 2016, when I played in pain and was unable to regularly practice, I made a vow to myself that I would not go down that path again. I find myself in a similar situation and the only way forward for me is to remove myself from football and this cycle that I've been in. I know my journey has had some ups and downs, and it has taken a toll over the last four years, and the mental and emotional toll that that takes as well. I bring up Andrew Luck's story just to point out that my career journey was unique too. Like him, I thought I had everything I wanted, and then suddenly I veered toward the exit ramp, at a much earlier age than I could have anticipated. Why? Perspective. Values. My health. You see, my fork in the road came when my son was about to be born. 
For years, I felt like I'd been killing myself for work, but I didn't really know what my goal was anymore. It's like I woke up one day and said, wait, I do work in sports. My absolute earliest memory is a conversation with my parents about following my dreams and doing something I love for work. I couldn't have been older than four, and that memory guided me throughout my life. It was my North Star. So I did all kinds of things like go to grad school, work for free, work 12-hour days, just to make it in an industry that I dreamed about. But the goal was everything, so I fixated on the goal. And along the way, I neglected the process. I didn't enjoy it enough. Now, don't get me wrong, I was grateful for every step forward. I took my chances to pause and let it sink in where I was, but then it was always snap out of it, on to the next one. Can't get complacent. Stay motivated. That was my attitude even after I checked the box that I'd set out to check. But it's funny, checking the box didn't suddenly make me happy. It didn't make me rich. And I didn't feel any closer to self-actualization. If anything, I felt further from it. I wondered who I was without this life's mission to be successful in a field that I enjoyed. Now with the birth of my son, I said 12-hour days are out of the question. Family was always my number one value, and it was important to me that I be present in his life right off the bat. But what were my other values? I had to reassess. I wasn't a kid anymore. My life had changed a lot, and so had my values. Working in a field that was cool and fun and glamorous wasn't as important to me as making enough money to support my family, having free time to spend with them, having good benefits to depend on. I had to reprioritize my life in my 30s, and yet I wondered what could have been if I had done it sooner. I wanted to start living life on my terms. Finally, my health. I was not doing well when I left working in sports. Like Andrew Luck, I'd been beaten down. The wins felt like losses, and the losses felt debilitating. I had lost sight of the process, but worst of all, I'd lost sight of who I was and who I wanted to be. I left knowing I could go back one day, but I'd do it on my terms, and right now I just needed to step away from me. Add a pandemic to all this, and it became critical that I start seeing a therapist. Slowly, I started dealing with things I should have dealt with a long time ago. I realized that I had accomplished a lot, and more importantly, that I was enough, even without those accomplishments. One of my all-time favorite tweets says, What is your dream job? I do not dream of labor, LMFAO. It made me think about our generation and our parents' generation, why so many parents told their kids to pursue their dreams, and why we listened in earnest. I have great parents, and I'm glad they motivated me. But spending your life in pursuit of a dream, and that dream is a job? That seems kind of crazy to me now. I'm working on new dreams, just like Andrew Luck. Ones that lead to more fulfillment and enjoyment than labor ever could. One of my favorite songs by a band called The Bad Sons has a chorus that goes, All of my dreams have been weighing me down, 
like an anchor to my bed, I can live my life instead. I listened to it often as I was coming to this fork in the road of my life, and it really resonated with me. That never-ending pursuit of fulfillment through a career did feel like an anchor sometimes. And now that I seek that fulfillment in other ways, I feel like I'm finally living life rather than chasing dreams. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'll be back with a new guest next week, so be sure to stick around for that. It also helped the show reach more listeners if you give us a rating review, five stars. Just tap those five stars at the bottom. Tell a friend or colleague about the show. I'd love to hear from you and get some feedback on the show. DM me on Twitter at Brandon Fleshman or email me at stick to sports biz. As always, thanks for not sticking to sports and remember, you're more than what you do.